Good morning, everyone. I'm just so anxious. I'm just jumping all across the gun of my announcements and everything. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live. And since it is Tuesday, it's Loretta McNary Live presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer. Michael Farmer is our spiritual personal coach, and we are so excited to be given another great opportunity to share with you um, on the spiritual side of things. I always say, we um, exercise our, our bodies and build up those um, muscles, but we should also spend a whole lot of time exercising our spiritual muscles, too, to make those bigger and stronger as well, and Michael is here to do that. Let me just give you a background on Michael, and I told you I was going to keep doing that because I know we always have new listeners, and thank everybody for sharing um, information about listening to this call. We have a ton of people um, that listen to the archive show over um you know, 1,200, almost to 1,500 listeners on some of our shows that we've done with Michael Farmer. So I'm just very, very excited about that. Michael Farmer serves as as founder and CEO of Discipleship International Incorporated, which is a teaching and resource ministry with an emphasis on fulfilling Christ's mission to make disciples of all nations and perfecting saints in the body of Christ. Discipleship International Incorporated is also the proud sponsor of Loretta McNary Live Presents. Tuesdays with uh, Michael Farmer. He concurrently leads as, as founder and managing member of the Glory Corporation, LLC, which is a full-service apparel and advertising company that provides uniforms, T-shirts, and advertising specialty items to a wide client base across multiple industries. Michael works as a faithful member of Breath of Life Christian Center, where he facilitates the new members orientation class. He holds tenure as teacher and facilitator in several institutes and worked as dean of ministry for the Developmental Institute for three years. He's originally from Oxford, Mississippi. And everybody, welcome Michael Farmer to Loretta McNary Live presents Tuesdays with Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello, Loretta and uh, Blog Talk Radio listeners. It is definitely Good to be back, and man, the, this Tuesday came around so fast. I guess because of the of the attitude of thanks that we've been in since uh, since Thursday, that we still so full of that food too. That it, <laughs> it just the day just I'm, it, it's hard to believe it's Tuesday again. So that's I'm sitting here kind of like in awe, and like okay, what happened to the time last? Because it seemed like it was just ten minutes ago I did this lesson. So looking yeah, forward to getting I know, into it, it seems today. That way. But it has been exactly seven days like we always get. And I think, and that's a good point you made, because we have all, and, and thank God for a Thanksgiving day that the nation and the world just slows down long enough to say thank you. Because when we're in that Thanksgiving mode, a mode of giving thanks for everything, big and small, as we um, judge things by, it does make life easier. And that week seems to go by fast because we're having such a ball. We're anticipating. We're being grateful and thankful. And, and i got to know that that just pleases God because that's what we're here to do is to give him thanks and honor and glory um, just for him being God and not for what he does for us. So I think, for me, that's what made it go so fast. And then the anticipation that we were going to be back here on Tuesday to talk about one of my favorite subjects um, to talk about, and that's faith. So, and you did a great job. We can kind of recap because you had us. We, we took a journey through the Bible, and we took it expeditiously because you were not playing with us last week, Michael, on these scriptures and where we could find everything. We went from... Um, Hebrews to Romans to Luke and Matthew. We spent a lot of time in Luke and Matthew, so um, 
for those who are just tuning in, you can look, listen to last week's show, and you can have to get the foundation that Michael built wall by wall, brick by brick, <laughs> um, you know, to today. <laughs> and so, Michael, I really want you to use um, scripture, of course, with some of your personal life experiences, because you are okay. definitely a modern-day man of faith. And, you know, we talk about Abraham being like the father of faith, and um, Hebrews 11 talks about him and how it was um, imputed to him righteousness for his faithfulness. And most people think about um, when he had to offer up his son Isaac and then there was a ram in the bush, but Abraham had shown himself faithful to God yes. way prior to that when he had to leave everything. So let's let's kind of start from there today. Use some real-life instances where we can really okay. help people. And uh, let me get a phone number out for those who are listening online. You can also participate live in the conversation by calling 347-539-5772, 347-539-5772. We can take your questions on Facebook. You can um, text them to me for those who do have my phone number. You can go to Michael's Facebook page, Michael Farmer, and send some questions inbox through that way, and we'll try to get to you as we can. Great idea. I like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to having the questions. I, I, I like answering questions because it, it kind of um, makes me really tap into the gift that God gave me uh, because when they when you ask me a question, I don't really know the answer. It's, I'm still in amazement how God can give me the answer right there. And, and, and it's, I used to be like that with I said, how did Jesus know all these things? But as we... Uh, learned on last week, you know, of course, he was the word personified, but he still, as a man in the earth, he had to depend on his father to tell him what he needed to do and and tell him what he needed to say, and that's that's the humanity of Jesus, and that's what I want people to see, that Jesus lived in this earth as a human being that had to be subject to the Holy Spirit of God and also to his Father for direction and guidance in the earth. And if he had to depend on his Father while he was in the earth and he was the Word personified, just think about what we should be doing. You know, we, he, he gave us the example to follow. And, uh, and contrary to proper belief, you know, he did not operate in the earth as God. He operated in the earth as a man. Uh, that was under the under the guidance and direction of Almighty God. So I just want to make that point clear. Uh, and I think it would be easier for people to really grasp the concept of holiness and righteousness and sanctification and obeying the word when we have that example that Jesus would did. Because, you know, you always hear people say, well, that was Jesus. Yeah. And yes, it was he, and that's what, that's why he did it, to leave us an example to follow. And he said not only that, that we would do greater work. So mm-hmm. I don't want to get on that soapbox today. But I just. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 we but, talked but, about but, that last week. They can listen to the archive message from last Tuesday. Oh, yeah, and please do. Because, Tuesday prior to that, too. Please do, because last week, really, we, like the, we really poured the foundation and we fortified it and put in the rebar and the mesh and. I mean that we we really laid the foundation last week, and now we can just build upon it. Uh, because if uh, our father says that he gave us an element that can please him, and we always hear people all the time, I just want to please God. Well, the Bible tells tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, 
what's inferred there is that on the other side of that is with faith, it is possible to please God. So if you want to please God, start walking in faith. And, of course, we defined what faith was on last week. So please listen to last week's message because if you don't, you're going to miss out on a lot. Yeah. Um, and if you heard it live, please re-listen to it because I know I, I have listened to shows before and, and hours included or watched the TV program or movie a second time, and I got more information um, than I had previously because there were some things that I just missed for whatever reason. So you all, And that's why reading the Bible over and over, I don't care how many times you read it, you will never know everything. You will never understand it all, but if you continue to read it, more things will be revealed. So that's the same thing exactly. with shows. Yeah, you can get more out of it, so always keep it as as a resource for your yes. um, on your spiritual journey. Okay, so Michael, I do have some questions, but I wanted to share. Uh, I want you to talk, share one of your instances, but I have a, a couple of questions that have come in about okay. um, um, how to increase your faith and oh, good. Um, and why wow, do I feel like yeah, yeah, we got we got some questions, so um, <laughs> let's let's okay, go well, with. Okay, let's go with yeah, the Yeah, go ahead. Question. Uh-huh. Michael. Yes, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. I'm here. Can I'm... you share? Yeah. So, so what you want me to do, you want me to go ahead and just share some examples of my faith walk or? Yeah, yeah. Are we, are we, are we entertaining the question? Of... Okay. And then we'll enter. Oh. You, yeah, let's let's share some examples because your oh, examples okay, yeah. okay. may answer a couple of these questions and then okay. I'll ask. Okay. Well, I, what, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to kind of go back to the beginning uh, so you can understand who I am as, as uh, not just a, a minister, but also just as a, a Christian who is just one member of the body of Christ. Um, back a few years ago, I think it was 19, it's right before my daughter was born in 1995, Eight days, uh, May 3rd, 1995, before she was born, uh, God woke me up in the middle of the night, and that's when I accepted my calling into ministry. And the words he spoke to me on that night, and I, you know, and I literally heard him say this, and he said, I have ordained you a prophet unto the nations. And it, it sounded good. I know, I said, I think that's a scripture I've heard before. And I said, okay, Lord. I said, I would do it, but I don't want you to send me forth until I am 100% prepared. And the reason I made this statement because I had seen so many people say they were called into ministry, and I would just watch them just crash and burn and just fall flat on their faces. And just and I said, I didn't, I didn't want that to be my testimony of, accepting my call into ministry and then just totally blowing it and being a bad example to people. So that was the thing that I put before God. Well, he took me at my word, and from 1995 to 2006, I did nothing but prepare. Mm. Uh, different institutes studying the Bible. Uh, people wanted me to come speak. I said, I can't. God hadn't released me to speak because I didn't, as I said, I didn't want to stumble uh, around in that, not too long after that, it was it was time for me. It's about I say about five years after that, and just being diligent and uh, studying His Word and, and preparing for my calls, I can take it, you know, you know, to His people. God showed me a dream, and I was driving. I can 
it was, I, I don't know whether it was anybody out, but I was driving through a neighborhood. And as I was driving, God said, no, okay, I want you to picture the house you want to be in. And I pictured it and it appeared. And he said, I can do better than that. And he said, he said, think of, and he said, think of another one. And it appeared again. He said, I can do better than that. I said, wow, what's going on? So he, he gave me that challenge again. He said, okay, think of another one. The house appeared, and he said, I can even do better than that. He said, as a matter of fact, I have no limitations. He said, the only limitations that you have are the ones that you have in your mouth. And, man, it just, it, it, that 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 word, it just exploded when he said it. So I had been praying about moving to another home because I was in the process of actually leaving my job uh, at the Internal Revenue Service. And I said, Lord, you know, what do I, you know, I was, I'm just kind of like torn, you know. Uh, and that was in 1999. I think I talked about that earlier about the, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's time for you to go and you go into a place where you know not. And I think I read that, that vision to you all. Well, long story short, I went out to look for a house. Um, we went out, had a couple of friends who were real estate agents, and they took me out. We looked at homes, and we were all over the place. And, and we were looking at these ex- ex- existing homes. I said, no, I don't, I don't want a new home. We don't have time to be all right now because, you know, I, you know, we just don't have that time. Well, we went to this new subdivision, and uh, – talked to the guy that was over there, and he said, well, I have a house that uh, the guy went to, went to close, and then the house fell through, and his brand. I said, what? I said, show it to me. Took us down to the house. I said, this is it. I said, this is this is how, this is the house that I want right here. So we went back, uh, told my wife about it. She said, what are we going to do with our house? You know, we were already living in a house, so we had to sell a house. <laughs> well, well, within two weeks, and and I, I've given this testimony Time and time again, within two weeks, we sold our home and we bought that new home within two weeks. Two weeks. Two wow. Weeks. Okay, Michael, let God. me just slow it down for a minute because this is a question um, that I've had before and something that I'm dealing with personally that I'll go ahead and share, but it, it relates to what you said. You said that um, – about believing and having the faith that you can get that kind of thing, but I, but for me now, I, what I know to be true is you can only you can believe in something, but if you don't yeah. believe, really believe, then you can't receive. But you can only receive according to the level of your faith. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, that's that's that's, that's a good statement, and and that's a true statement. You know, you know, you you have to be faithful with the small things before he makes you rule over over much. It, it's just a principle that's in the earth. Go ahead. And, uh, and we get that. We get. I think we get that better than anything, that to be thankful for small things. But I think yeah. a lot of people in the body of Christ, and me included, we can, we can believe God for small stuff because we can see that. And I think that's because yeah. we think that we, we really can get that for ourselves through God. Yeah. But yes. where I think God has taken me is to believe for more, but I can't okay. get more. But I haven't been able to believe. For, now I can see it, and I want stuff, and I, I know the word, and I can say, <laughs> you know, I know all the cute stuff to say to make people think that I believe it. But 
for some reason there's a bottleneck. So how do you get from believing and being thankful for small things? Because have you heard some people can really handle bad days better than good days before? Okay, they I'm, used I'm, to it. Well, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer that with a question. It, it's the thing that you're believing for. Is it, it, that something that, that God promised you, or is, is it a desire that he placed on the inside of you as something that's a tool for ministry, as uh, uh, something that's necessary, you know, for you to to be in in order to take you forward and in, in, in what he's called you to? Those are some questions that you really have to ask, because I, I can go out and, and, you know, to a certain zip code and, and believe for, say, a, you know, a, a, a million-dollar house, but do I need a million dollar house? You know, if when it's when there's only three of us in the house right now, what I need with a million dollar house. If I just need it so I can stick my chest out and say, you know I got it, huh? I, I got it. Now if God told you to say, Okay, Loretta, there's a home out in this particular zip code, I want you to go look at it. And when you get there, uh, I want you to make an offer on the house. And at the time that he tell you this, you don't have a nickel in the bank. That's what that's that's what you have to look at, what faith really is. Did you really hear from God on this? So a lot of things we want to consume upon our lust, as the Bible says. You know, we, we ask and we don't get because we ask him to consume this thing upon our lust. And, mm. and, and it's not in line with what God has for our life right now. Um, so that's what I would that's, I would put that question before you. You know, if it's something called the the house that we were in at the time, you showed me this dream. I mean, think this was like a like a a twelve hundred square foot house that me and my wife moved in when we first got married, and then we now we're going from a twelve hundred square foot house to like a twenty five hundred square foot house, uh, and and I had to get my mind up to that point. That's why I started looking for existing houses because I didn't think at the time. That, that <laughs> were you looking could, at small houses? Exactly. Well, 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 not small. They were existing houses, but and I looked at existing because I wanted the space. But because of the house, you know, had depreciation in it, and we could make that offer and still get what we needed. But God said, "No, you can. You know, the only limit." And I and I thought about it. He said, "The only limitation that you have." It's in your mouth, so I, I start saying, "Okay, Lord, this is this is this is what I really want." Oh, and you know something? Just a part of this, I, I left out a very important part of this dream that I left out. About two weeks later, after I've been toiling back and forth about uh, buying this new home, God woke me up again in the middle of the night, and I just began to pray, and 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 and. And I, I was praying in the spirit, and I said, Lord, you didn't wake me up in the middle of the night to show me I can do this. You know, what's the interpretation of it? And God told me, he said, he said, anything that you put your hand on going forward is yours. And that's when we went and looked at that particular house, and that's why I said, this is the house I want. And little did I know that the house that, that I picked, a minister had that house built. And I said, wow, God had this house been for minister all along, but his deal fell through, and I came in on it. Mm. So just 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 based on God saying that to me, you know, remember faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the rhema of God, not the logos, but hearing by the rhema of God. God uttered that to me, and 
and I held on to that. Not only that, once we got in the house, uh, there are some things that we we needed after we got into the house. He said, well, I didn't put a time limit on what I said. He said, whatever you put your hand on, I'm going to give you. So everything that we, we placed our hand on at that time, we were able to grasp hold of it and and deal with it. Uh, and not, not deal with but attain it. So that's the aspect of faith that I want people to get is, did you really hear from God on this? You know, uh, the Bible said God gives us the desires of our heart. Yeah, he, he does that um, when we delight ourselves in him. So it, there, there's a condition of giving us those, those desires of our heart. We have to first delight before we get the desires. So so remember, you got to get delight before you get the desires. And that, that word in Hebrew actually means to be pliable, like a piece of clay that he can... To delight yourself to me and say, Lord, I'm, I'm in a position, I'm giving myself to you where you can mold me and shape me in any way you see fit. That's what it means to delight in him. And he said, if you become like that in my hand, he said, then I'm going to place some desires in your heart for things that, that you're going to need uh, in your life. And sometimes it's just things he just wants you to have so he can show himself strong on your behalf. I don't I don't know what it is, but for my personal examples, uh, one of them is is I'm I'm sitting in uh you know a faith building now I'm I'm not going to give that testimony yet because this is he he hasn't released me to give the full testimony on how how we got this building yet, uh, but I'm I'm going to do it in a later show I'm I'm just going to be obedient uh, uh, to that degree I've given it to some people personally but to broadcast it I'm not going to do it yet but it oh it, it's several things that it's several things that he's done. Uh, when I the first year in my home, uh, we were there in the home for the first year, and I I already left our rest, so I was doing the, my, my business out of my home. And God spoke to me and said, "Okay, I, it's time for you to grow the business." And I kept going back and forth, and I saw this place when I was going to Winchester, and I saw this brand new place that I had just built and had office showrooms. And I said, "Wow, I think I think this." I think that's for me. And I went into the place and I sat in there. I asked the, uh, the landlord of the place, but can I have the key to this? I need to go sit in and look at it. So I went and sat in and I sat in the floor and I just envisioned what the showroom was going to look like. I put to my mind what I, what how it's going to look in the color scheme and everything. And I kept See, that's enough, more, that's another. You, I'm glad you said that, Michael, because as we're teaching, as, as we're sharing, we're teaching. And so I want people yes. to get this. Because this visualization, it is a spiritual principle. This is not something like just, you know, came out of the box on or some corporate guru who's a billionaire told us. We know for a fact that in order to receive and, and the, the whole belief thing, you've got to have a visualization of it. And yeah. um, and God will get he, – he's given me visions like that of what, what my life will look like as I host these shows. And not so much as the material things, but how business is supposed to be done and how people will be helped, that kind of vision. But I I love that you brought that up, Michael, how you were describing uh, the process of getting from your thought. Yeah. I'm going to be delighting in God. I'm going to believe what he said. Okay, but now i got to do something. And faith without works is dead in that scripture. So, okay, go ahead. So you're, you're visualizing this thing. You were sitting on the floor. So, so, so I'm, I'm sitting in this floor in, in this showroom in this place, and, and they were looking at the rent. So she didn't mind giving me the key because I was, I was one of the first tenants in this building. 
I've always liked new new things, so I was one of the first tenants in this building. And I was sitting there, said, man, I just envisioned, but I was thinking about, wow, if I come in here and, and I was looking at, you know, the rent, you know, that I had to pay every month and not on every insurance and and all these okay. other things that go with it. And I said, man, I just can't afford that. I just can't. Because I'm, I'm just an analytical guy. I'm just going to dot all the I's and cross all the T's before I to make a move. But God had to give me out of, get me beyond that. And sometimes you have to move when he says move. Uh, and and, and, and it, it, it's been a process for me, you know, to to stay true to who I am, which is that analytical, scientific person. But at the same time, when he says to do something, then you have to put you aside. Remember, we have to, we have to crucify ourselves, crucify ourselves, and be obedient to him. But that's why I had to do this answer. And I kept praying, and I asked him, I guess, Lord, do you, is this place for me? And it was like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like I got a, a Holy Ghost backhand. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. And he said, I told you to grow in a business. You can't grow it in your house. And it was like, you know, it was like, you know, stupid. Did I tell you to grow the business? So I said, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. I'm, Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So I know over. it sounds hilarious, but these are conversations that we can have with our father. I'm serious. Exactly. He wants us to go true. to him. Why have that conversation with me, Loretta and Michael, having that conversation, or you and Priscilla? Exactly. Of course, you guys probably have to. When you can go straight to the source and say, look, you know what, Lord, that sounds all good and dandy, but, uh, Rod, did you know I got to pay all this insurance, this liability, this life, and other stuff? So he, he wants us to have those conversations with him because he has the answers. And that's true. And he has answers, and I and I never get feeling like I had just been just I had just been just chided and you know oh like like Jesus told his disciples oh ye of little faith and you know when when Jesus said that it it, it wasn't an indictment it's just an indicator for your faith is uh, so he wasn't saying to criticize them or make them feel bad he was actually showing them that okay you have to you have to you have to grow your faith. Your faith has to grow. Okay, you got one faith victory now. I'm going to pop it up a notch uh, on your next faith walk because I want you victorious uh, <laughs> in, in every realm of life. And that's why the Bible says, you know, as it's written, God wants us to go from faith to faith, from obedience to obedience. If you obey, obey the small things, I'm going to tell you to obey the big thing. A, a, a prime example, he showed me the... Uh, What's going on now? You know, the lottery is like four hundred twenty-five million, and and I said, Boy, I said, wow, that's a lot of money. And I said, and God said, He said, He said, He said, He said, my people are just like the people playing the lottery. And he was talking about the people in the church. He said, most people who are buying tickets have never bought a lottery ticket before in their lives. Somehow they they believe that they can overcome. 175 million to one odds and win the lottery when they can't even believe for just a little $5 thing that they can win during the store. So if you can't believe that you can't win the $5, how do you think you're going to win these astronomical odds? And he said, my people are like when they come to faith. And he, and he used that exactly. example. And he used that example. How in the world do you think you're going to overcome 175 million to one odds to win four hundred twenty five million when you when you didn't even buy a ticket when there was one million. 
You can't even believe for that, but yet you think you can believe. And that's why it goes back to my quote, Michael. And I had, and this is what was in my spirit about some stuff that I was dealing with. I can only receive according to my level of belief. Exactly. God, it has nothing to do with you know with God loosely because God can do He can do that. I mean, He's not you know He doesn't have any limits. He can do that, but He operates within our within our. And you say it in yourself that um, our limitations are in our mouth. So we're just saying to you, everybody that's listening, um, th- there is no question God can do all of that. He, he he's he's God. He's bigger than anything we could ever think he's of. Ready. In our life. I mean, he he can do it. He has it. But but what happens, you know, we got to dial that thing from the spiritual to the natural because it says first the natural, then the spiritual. Exactly. You got to believe that he can do it and that he'll do it for you. Exactly. But if you, oh, that was a good, that was a good analogy. If you can't believe for a five dollar uh, lottery win, how in the world do you think you can believe for that? And then okay, if you Loretta, can't believe. I want to read a script right quick. He's just quicker than me to read this particular scripture. Okay, you, go ahead. Do your download. And it says, his, and this is in Romans 12 and 1, and I think I mentioned it to you earlier. I says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, this is Paul speaking in the, to, the, to the Romans, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of renewing your mind. Renewing of your mind. Why? That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So when so when you came into the body of Christ, when you confessed Jesus Christ as, as your Lord and Savior, he gave you the measure of faith, a degree of faith, of the reasonable part that you need to carry out your function in the body of Christ. And he then he goes on to talk about, you know, we're many members in the you know, uh in one body and all members have not the same office. And that faith he's also given us grace with different gifts to carry out our functions within that, you know, within that body. But everybody has, God God makes the process simple for you by giving you just a measure of faith, of just a, enough faith where you know you can believe him and and you can know his voice when he speaks. So I believe that with my, all my heart. If, if, if you're a Christian in the body of Christ, I believe that verse 3 to be true. But he said mm. not to think of yourself more than you ought to think, but to think soberly. And that word sober means to be a sound mind, to be in one's right mind, to exercise self-control. It means to curb one's passions. So don't be going out there looking at the 5,000-square-foot house if God hadn't told you to look for it, especially when you know you only got uh, 800 for a foot apartment money. <laughs> okay, Mike, I'm going to slow it down for a second because we do have a comment. On, I mean, I've posted that, uh, what you say, your own limitations in your mouth. Lyndon um, Thomas, who is an, uh, oh, my goodness, everybody's liking these quotes. Okay, he said, um, that's a key for Michael, when you said your own limitations in your mouth. And then he said, try this one on for size. Your destiny is voice activated. Woohoo! 
Oh, oh yeah, I like that. Your <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. I, okay, let, let me write that down. I'm about, I'm about to use it on one of the shows. I know. Your that's destiny, what I gonna, your destiny like, oh, please is for Please do us some T-shirts on that. Oh, wow, my goodness. Wow, that is, that is, that destiny is good. Destiny is waiting on us to tell us what to do, tell it what to do. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's deep. And, I like and, that. Hey, but but you know what? I'm glad he said that. I'm I'm going to go ahead and 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 give you the uh, an acrostic for destiny. Destiny. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to write it down. Okay. Okay, that was get your pen because I want you. I'm, I'm I'm glad he used that. Tell him thanks for using that. But I I want you to determine what what destiny really is because fate really ties into your destiny. Okay, I, I'm going to post it, Michael. I need you to to give me some time to get it ready. Okay, you ready? Um. Okay. Get ready. Uh, okay. Where are these people going to have to tune in? you got to tune in because this is where it's happening. Okay. Okay, hold on. Michael, I want to make sure it goes on your face, too. Is getting ready to get. We're going to talk about the acrostic for destiny. And I got a bunch of them. I'm, I'm probably going to start giving probably like one a week. But probably yeah. one a month. I got a bunch of them. I don't want to put them out yet because... People so flakety that they take the stuff and before you know your cell phone to be a board somewhere. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, this is so cool. If I have something to pages to post on, you can go ahead, Michael, you can have to see it more than once. Okay, go ahead. You ready? Okay. Destiny is is deliberate. Effective steps toward an inevitably new you. So okay. destiny is... is, is destiny, uh, oh, hold on. Oh, my goodness. I can't even digest it yet because I'm trying to share it. Okay, let me let me share first. Destiny, I can't feel. Destiny. Destiny is deliberate, effective steps toward an in, in, inevitably new you. That's what destiny is, and that's what an acrostic. An acrostic pretty much takes the word and you you use the letters to define what what right. you feel that word means. And this I have a book acronym. We'll have to talk about that. Okay, Michael, I need you to say it again. Destiny is deliberate, effective deliberate steps toward, and you can put the and after toward. Deliberate steps toward and and. Uh-huh. Inevitably is I N E V I T A B L Y. New Inevitable. New Year. Oh, I can't even mess with now. I gotta post first. I said this social media works and I know people are gonna get this and somebody is waiting on this, Michael, so I wanna take the time to make sure we put it out there. Because this is so deep, and we can really just say good night right now. Because this right here, <laughs> this will do it for us today. Destiny oh. is deliberate, oh, oh, oh. effective steps toward an toward inevitable and, new year. Yeah. So, so just think about destiny. You know, your you know your destiny has already was predetermined. Uh, for you, not it, and 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 pre and predestination doesn't mean that some are going to be saved and some are not. No pre, we have all have been predestined to conform to God's Son's image. 
So if you want to deal with predestination, then that's what we've all been conformed to. But but when you were born, God placed everything in the earth realm that that was needed for you to carry out your mission in life. It's already here. There's, everything that's in the earth is still in the earth. Every piece of dirt, water, materials, and, the, and all the gold, silver, platinum, everything that's in the earth is still here. Wow. Hasn't gone anywhere. So, so there are enough natural resources in in the earth for every man, woman, boy, and girl on the face of this earth to be millionaires. That's that's just that's just how fast his resources are, uh, and that's just in the earth. And that just when I say earth, I mean dry land. I'm not even talking about going into the seas. And once you get into the waters, then you that's a whole new <laughs> that's a whole new Area and the earth is you no know, no eighty percent is covered by water, so that's a whole new vast area of resources that man doesn't have the capability to tap into. Uh, there are some you know some now. I mean, we can you know get the fish and you know we're we doing you no know, offshore drilling and finding oil and you know and treasure and everything that you no know, in in these seas. But God determined every step for you. And that's what I mean. Deliberate, deliberate means that you're their own purpose, and the effective. It means that you're not going to do a whole lot of things that are going to get you off track. And then, of course, the Bible tells us that the steps of a good man are ordered by Him, mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. steps are always toward a position of inevitability. Why? Because God. Named it from the beginning. So if he named it from the beginning, it's inevitable that it has to happen. You just have to, like I said last week, you just have to let time catch up with the future. That's why when they say God has done what God is going to do, not meaning that he's not going to do nothing else and that he's not going to be there to help us because he's already been our help. I mean, this was done. That's why he said, I knew you prior to you even being in your mom's yes. home because exactly. all this was, was done. We're just yes. trying to catch up with the future. And you hear people say, oh, that, they are so far ahead of everybody on the time or 50 years ahead because that's what they said about Aquarians. And yes. I was like, no, not necessarily. Maybe in the earth realm, but not in the spiritual realm. Because sometimes, and I'm Aquarius, so I know that sometimes I'm I'm behind. I may be ahead in some people's thinking, but then I know spiritually I'm behind on some things because I, prior to, like, the last couple of years, I really didn't put a whole lot of time in studying the Scripture. I knew the Scripture, and, of course, I had an active, very active um, new relationship. And I'm not talking about new as I just found out about God because I've been knowing him all my yeah. life. But it's new in that I'm learning so much about him and I have a thirst that's unquenchable about who he is and, and his history yeah. and, you know, and, and all that stuff. So, and now that's why I'm spiritually behind, I think, sometimes. But, you know, we're right where we're supposed to be. But, Michael, that, that, that was hot. I love that. Destiny is deliberate, effective, step forward, and, and inevitable. So you're you're destined to be new. So that's why, yes. you know, things that used to be so cool and you thought were great is it, not that great anymore because you you evolved. You yes. you've gone higher. And so now and, and then when I and now now the, the the new you actually deals with here in the earth. You know, she you know we you know we should always look to 
you know, to do something new. And, and new means, you know, not quantity-wise, but quality-wise. Uh, we should always be renewing ourselves uh, relative to the, the, the quality of our thinking. And, of course, you know, how a man thinks, so is he. So, And the only way you can keep those new, fresh ideas coming is that you have to... Uh, You have to tap into to the one who made you. The one who made you, like said, and you know, before who who knew you before you came down into your mother's womb. He already already had your your destiny was already mm-hmm. determined. So so going back to the scripture where it says that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So we as Christians we, we have that measure of faith. We all have a measure of faith to start with and that, that measure of faith uh, it's, it's for, I call that the seed, you know, for our, for our purpose and our, for our purpose in, in the earth. And then in order for that seed to grow, as we talked about last week about the mustard seed, you have to plant that seed. That seed has to be planted. Even though it seems so small and insignificant, even though your talent or your ability or the way, whatever God has place in you may seem so small and insignificant now like that mustard seed, he said, but if you begin to obey me and plant that seed and I tell you how to nurture that seed and how to keep the weeds off of it and the water, he said, that thing can grow up and become big to where it, it ends up benefiting other people. As we as it says, you know, it's one, it grows to be one of the biggest herbs there is to the degree that birds can come and lodge in it. So he's mm-hmm. given an example that 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 the seed that he placed in you can not only provide life for you, but it also provide life for others. That's why we're always blessed to be a blessing. Uh, that's why I say you can't look to do things to consume it upon your own lust. If you're not thinking about how what, Lord, I'm I'm believing for this, and I'm I, I want it to be a, a blessing to me. And I want to be a blessing to my generation and to, and to mankind. Then he's not obligated to make that thing come to pass, and he's really not obligated to make it come to pass if he didn't tell you it was coming to pass. Mm. So, so everybody's situation is different. Like I said, I'm I'm analytical. I'm scientific, so I'm I'm always going to study things. I'm always going to delve into things and see how things work, and then. I, I take my analytical self to God and I try to throw all that stuff in his face and he he'd be like, Look, I ain't gotta hear all that <laughs> <laughs> You know you know, I'm the one that made you. I, I know who I know. you are. You I know who you are. You have explained you to me. He said, I just want you to see who you are. You know, to see who you really are. And 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 you gotta think and, and I remember years ago God said he said, All that knowledge and wisdom that I've given to you he said, you have to now take that and present it back as an offering unto me. It's not something that we stick our chest out when God gives us revelation or wisdom concerning things. It's not for us to go out and and, and talk about, you know, we're the only ones that came up with this. No, he gave you that revelation so that bless mankind. Not for you to sit on and think about writing a book and all that. No, take that and, 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 and speak it to somebody else. And and let it be a blessing to somebody else, and, and that's what he can, and that's when he know he can trust you with those things. Being that steward of the, as, as he says, the stewards being stewards of the mysteries of God, and and mysteries just mean it just hasn't been revealed 
to our minds yet, but God is so full of mysteries uh, that that if we tap into him, he can unveil so much more unto us. As I say it, and just think about it, it's going to be a blessing to me, and then I'm allowed to be a blessing to others. Because if, if you don't get it, then there's no way you can effectively um, preach it or declare it to somebody else if you don't get it. So you have to first get an understanding. Mm, so you know, get yeah. that understanding. And once you get the understanding and put it to practice in your life, now you're qualified to go and tell somebody else how they can do it. And and, and, and that's what I've practiced over the years. Yes, you know, and, and to this day I haven't written a book yet, but I'm always giving people things that God says. A lot of things I can try to keep for myself and put in a book and say go out and buy it so you can see what God said. No. He's given it to me freely, so I'm going to give it to other people freely. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some books that he wants me to write based on my experiences. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hoard away his revelation so I can profit from it. And so it's so if that's my mindset, then he said, Well, you're you're not a good steward over the manifold mysteries of God. You 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 looking just to get rich off of it. Which which is he has no problem with it. As long as you are rich on you, you get rich from it, that you allow somebody else to come behind you and become just as rich as you are with that same wow. revelation. Wow. I, I love it. I See, I know I'm going to have to listen to this show again. It, it's just been nugget after nugget after nugget, download after download, upgrade after upgrade. <laughs> and I'm just like almost sitting back on the sofa like, wow, forgetting I'm supposed to be hosting this show as well because, Michael, that is huge for uh, for me, for a lot of people, and that's why it's so critical that those who listen to this show don't just keep it to yourself um, is not a secret. We need to get this out to everybody because we need to operate more on uh, godly principles to make this world better because we, we do. He, he already gave us our own individual strengths. Michael's a, a Bible scholar, and that's what I was saying. Michael's a Bible scholar. I'm just here trying to glean the information and get it out in a way that um, some of us as babies in some areas of Scripture um, so we can understand it. But, Michael, you are truly the Bible scholar. I'm just definitely somebody who is just uh, – they they say I have this crazy faith because I believe in God and I know what God can do and what he will do and what he has done and how he has given us, you know, these gifts to make a difference not only in our own lives but in the lives of the uh, the body of Christ. So this this show is, is definitely a godsend. I believe that. And I know for a fact that when people tune in, they are so much better for having tuned in um, than before. And I was reading the Bible. Yes, you know, that is that, my prayer. Yeah, that's, that's both of our prayers thing because every time I speak, every show, every um, speaking gig, whatever I'm doing, I want people not to just listen to me for the sake of listening to me, but I want them better. I want them better in some way, even if it's a temporary smile or laughter or, okay, I feel better now, or if it's something that points them to, and hopefully points them to, to God that they can get yeah. more answers revealed to them and, and be prepared to go ahead and make a difference too. Because we don't do this show just to hear ourselves, but it is, Definitely, like you said, for Discipleship International, what you do with that organization, that is to make disciples of all nations and perfecting saints in the body of Christ. And that is truly what this uh, Lorraine McNary Live show is about and definitely about that on Tuesdays with Michael. So I just want to slow down just for a moment so everybody can breathe because we have a few more minutes <laughs> left in the show. <laughs> 
But I mean, when yeah, I need to catch my breath too because he was he was just he was just dumping it out on me just as fast as, 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 fast as I, I can just, get it I'm out. I'm just so. trying to um, download and thoroughly thank the people. And we have questions, and I tell you, we got this facing Michael and I both knew that it was going to take more than a week or two or three or four. We're going to be on this subject um, for a while until we both feel spiritually led to go on to our next topic. But right now, because yeah. we, we have tons of questions, questions have been coming in, comments. I'm I'm doing this um, thing where I'm dropping your uh, quotes. I'm dropping my quotes, and then share that quote from um, our listener, Lyndon Thomas, about um, destiny is voice activated. Your quote, and people are loving it, that um, your only limitation is in your mouth. My quote about being able to receive according only at your level of current belief. That's only that's only way you can receive what. Um, even what God told you, you can't receive it if you don't believe you can you can have it or that he wants you to have it. So this show has been um, all that I wanted it to be, and I pray it has been all and more that God ordained it to be for the body of Christ. So and we're every Tuesday, everybody. Every Tuesday, Michael is every here Tuesday. dropping these nuggets, building this foundation with Scripture, because everything we do is, is not cute stuff that we've learned but it's stuff that we've learned by reading the Bible, and Michael and I are telling you exactly where everything is so you don't have to wonder and think, hey, they did that wrong, but we're making sure that when we quote the scripture to you, he's reading it from the Bible so we know that's exactly where it's located so you don't have to say, well, we quoted um, John 3.16 when that was really, you know, John 5 and 7. So (laughs) we, we don't take this thing light what we've been called to do. So, okay, now, and the number to call, 347, so I know this is a lot. People, have, I saw some calls come through, but we were in the middle of some dialogue, so I couldn't take those two that came in. So please give us another chance and call in, 347-539-5772, 347-539-5772. And, of course, you can always, um, I'm looking at the Twitter, and i got some questions from there and Facebook. I'm staying on Facebook, you guys, so that's the best place to send your questions. And um, Michael will start managing his is too, but Michael's getting these downloads, so he's not going to be able to talk and download and find scripture angle on his Facebook page at Michael Farmer. So please send them to me because I'm definitely looking at them um, as he's sharing. Huh. Okay, Michael, what a time, what a time. Okay. <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get to. Uh, well, I know someone did you. Someone mentioned about. Uh, you said they had a question about how to increase your faith. Yeah, that was, and I posted them on Facebook because I told them that we were probably going to try to address those today. And okay. let me tell you of some how, what, um, yeah, how to increase your faith. And this other one was they have faith, but it just seems like things aren't falling into place. So what's, you know, I'm like, what's the problem? I was like, do you know, some sometimes I just normally that's why, and that's one part of my the ministry that I have. Especially I don't know the person who I'm talking to. I, I try to uh, sit down with them and see what's going on, and and I always tell people if if, if your faith is not working, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Go back and think about the last thing that you know and your knower that God told you to do, and have you done it? I mean, because that's that's what's going to do, and that's what we want to deal with. Uh, we didn't get a chance to get to it on today uh, about increasing your faith, but the way to increase faith is to is through obedience. I mean, pretty much everything in the Bible works through obedience. Love works through obedience. Faith works through obedience. Uh, worship 
means obedience. So it's we we gotta get out of this mindset that I have this Lord over my life, and and I, that's where I think most people get off track is not realizing that I have a Lord over my life that's basically telling me the things that I need to do. The problem is, is am I listening? And and if I am listening, am I doing it? And if you are doing it, then you should be seeing the results because God always rewards obedience. It's, it's impossible for him not to reward obedience. It's all throughout the Bible. And if you and don't obey... The, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, you have... Faith is obedience to God. It's obedience yes. to his word and to his will and to his way. That, and that means you're going to do it. That's where the words come in. So those three words, obedience, faith, and works, that's where you build upon. That's how you start believing and receiving the thing, not claiming it and naming it and claiming it. That's, you know... That's whatever that is, but <laughs> to have a true relationship and to really be a, val- a valuable asset to the kingdom, you got to first be obedient. And how do you become obedient? Because you got to know what you know what you know. And I like how you say, and you're a knower. <laughs> yeah. If you know it anymore. <laughs> where you know everything, that place, that's what we're talking about, that place where you know everything, then know this, that it's, it's obedient. It's obedience. It is obedience. Wow. And and just and just like that, go back to that moment and do it. And then you'll be and you, you should begin to see things begin to unfold for you because you know sometimes we think of things that that that, that we want done and we we find kind of like the perfect excuse to get it done. Uh, like the uh, like the commercial I saw, if some people was ready for a new phone, so that was. They were dropping it, and they were throwing it away, and they was <laughs> they were throwing it into the water because they were looking for an excuse to get a new phone. <laughs> well, you, well, 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 we can't do God like that. That you know, I'm, I'm Lord. I, I I want me a bigger house, so it's, I I got to find an excuse for me to get this bigger house. No, if God tells you, okay, it's, it's time for you to move into this 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 bigger facility. And normally he's, but sometimes he he speaks in general. The more mature you are, he begins to be a little more specific. Just just like me talking to a teenager, I can be a bit more specific with a teenager than trying to be specific with a five-year-old who's not going to comprehend all my specifics. Uh-huh. If I say, go okay, go over there and sit down. Then I expect that five for that five year old to obey me and not to give me any resistance. <laughs> Why? Why? Because of because of their age, because of their ability. Now, if I'm looking at someone that's 17 years old, I'm not going to just look at him, especially, especially if he's a male. I'm not going to say, "Boy, give it up and sit down." No, I'm going to say, "I'm, I'm going to use a little more tact in what I say," because I I want to I I want to draw him in. I'm going to use I'm going to, I'm going to be a little more loving. With what I say mm-hmm. to him, or I may be a little more specific. And if he doesn't do it, then I I try I I turn up a notch. I thought I tell you what, because you didn't do what I said, this is a consequence for your disobedience. 
And normally, that normally gets most people going once they hear the consequence for the disobedience. When it's so much easier to just obey on the front end, to, to, to be willing on the front end, <laughs> to be willing and obedient, the Bible says, you shall eat the good of the land. Not just obedient. I talked about obedience earlier, but if you're, if you're willing and obedient, then God wants you to eat the good of the land that you're in now. So add that to the equation, willing and obedient. Not just willing obedient. Willing and obedient. Yes. Mm. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and I and, and I, I know we covered you know quite a bit today by way of you know just just revelation. But on on next week I really want especially if you if I, if I got listeners who are intending to listen on next week, I'm I'm going to give you a hint into what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about it in how to increase your faith. Uh, and there's an example in the Bible where Jesus was talking to his disciples and. And they asked him, well, Lord, increase our faith, and he gave them how to do that. And that's found over in Luke's, Luke chapter 17. So I want you to read that and get prepared for next week. And, I'll, and I'm going to show you some things that he revealed to me in this scripture that that definitely uh, helped me to increase my faith. And and I'm not, not saying get to the level where I am today because cause you, you should never get comfortable where you are because God is always calling us to come up. To come up higher, okay, you're on the second floor. Okay, now I need to come up to the third. Okay, now you're on the third, I need to come up to the fourth. Now you're on the fourth, I need to come up to the fifth. I can't get comfortable on the second floor. Because there are some things, there are some provisions that he's made for me after that time of rest on the third floor. But I'm just so, I'm just celebrating on the second floor and I'm telling people about it. I'm going to a book about it. And I'm now setting a book and God said, wow, he just, if he only... Listen to me. I got a whole lot more in store for him on the third floor, but he he's out doing his thing now. <laughs> so 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 celebrate those fake victories and be willing and willing to listen for more, and even more willing to obey the more that he gives you to do. And I'm going to let you close it out, Miss Loretta, today. <laughs> You just don't know, I promise you. I I, I am so held and better today for having had this conversation with you on Loretta McNary Live and for everybody that's listening. Uh if we took you too fast, that's the beauty of having this radio show on Blog Talk. You can go back and listen to the show as many times as you want to. And we encourage you, Michael and I encourage you to please don't let don't listen just once because I'm, I promise you, as sure as I'm, I'm sitting here hosting this show, if you listen a second time, you'll get something different. If you listen a third time, you'll get something different. And all our shows from each Tuesday where we started about four or five weeks ago, you can listen to those shows and, and kind of catch yourself up to see well, what we're doing, why we're doing, how we've been doing it. But we are always obedient to the voice that we hear um, in our spirits about what should be said, how it should be said, and we go with that. So 
sometimes we have a plan how we want it all scriptured, you know, structured, I mean, and go with this and hit it that way, ABC. But um, both of us are willing vessels, and we yield to um, the present moment of what um, God is telling us in our spirit so that the show can go where it needs to go. Because it may not be for you, but I promise you God doesn't waste anything. It's for somebody listening, and it may not be for you today, perhaps next week or something. So I'm just honored that God is using me and using Michael to um, be a vessel to help us all in areas of, of faith, particularly these next few weeks, but also in every area spiritually, because we know when we are healthy and our spiritual muscles are intact and stronger, then um, this life becomes a little easier, and the days do rush by because we enjoy them most, more, most definitely. So I just want to thank everybody for listening and participating. Thank you for your texts, your Facebook messages, your tweets, and, um, <laughs> you know, guys, it's the same. We will definitely be back here next Tuesday. And as you know, we will be in a new month. We'll be in the 12th month of this year. And uh, God gets all the glory for what he's doing here on Loretta McNary Live presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach. Until we meet again, as Carol Burnett would say. <laughs> We love you, and we expect more from you because we know the God we serve, like Michael just said, is always calling us higher and higher. In Jesus' name, we bless you. Goodbye, y'all. See you next Tuesday. God bless. <laughs>